the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. Did you want to be inspired? Would you like to be inspired? You too can also be inspired by these great movies this week on the Horrible Movie Podcast. Psych, those are all lies because today we are talking about the least inspiring sports movies of all time. That's right, based on Ranker.com's ranking system, which is genius. I repeat, genius. Today on the show we have another genius, the writer of Baby Geniuses 2, Grant Youngsma. Everybody give it up for Grant Youngsma. Woo! Grant Thank Youngsma. You. Thank you. Grant Youngsma back in town. Thank you. Grant, how's it been going? Wonderful. Just wonderful or oh, yeah. just just the best? Just the best. I feel like you're holding back a little bit. Um, I think things are great for you ever since Baby Geniuses 2 became certified uh, uh, Babylicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then behind the scenes, behind the screens, behind the uh, dials and whoop-de-doos and flip-flaps is Phil, producer Phil, producer Phil. Hello, everybody. That's his hand. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a YouTube live stream. Go subscribe to our channel on YouTube.com. Just type in the Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh, we will you will get to watch us on there. It's great. We've got old episodes on there. Uh, special treat for everybody. Everybody. But Grant, uh, what's been going on? Haven't seen you since Valentine's Day on the show, but we've seen each other every week. But it's the similar thing that happens to some people. Uh, Jeremy McMullen's another one. I've got to get him back on the show. I always do this to him, and then we don't have him on for a while. Then I'm like, why? Why hasn't Jeremy been on? Grant, you've gotten that treatment now too. You haven't been on since Valentine's Day. The and we did Ranker.com. And we did Ranker.com well. too. And we were in that ski lodge. Remember the romantic? Oh, not yeah. you and I, romantic. But in that romantic Kinda ski like lodge. Dumb and dumber. It was very dumb and dumber in Aspen, Colorado with our Samsonite. Ah, <laughs> Samsonite, that's her name. We are uh, so close. We are so close. So uh, we're talking the least inspirational sports movies of all time. Uh, Ranker.com. Uh, if you're driving in a car, don't look at your phone to look this list up. But if you get home and you want to look up the the 
list, go to our YouTube channel, and in the live chat on the YouTube channel, you should be able to click on the link and look back at this. If you don't know how Ranker.com works, Ranker.com, you literally, it has this listing that this guy started this list, uh, Blake Edwards started this list, and uh, he basically started the list, and there have been 452 votes. Oh, no, stop. What am I saying? 4.6 thousand votes. Uh, so 4,600 4, votes uh, on this poll, basically. And you can go in and vote. We're going to start um, basically number 25, and I'm just going to work down. But it, just some honorable mentions along the way. Um, 20... Uh, Seven, I want to mention this one, is Kicking and Screaming, which is Will Ferrell being horrible in a soccer movie. 26 is Eight Seconds. Have you guys ever seen this movie? Mm. Eight Seconds. Do you guys know what Eight Seconds refers to? Is it bull riding? It's bull riding. It's about a guy named Mm. Lane Frost and Luke Perry. uh, R.I.P. Luke Perry. He plays Lane Frost. Lane Frost was a bull rider that got killed in action riding a bull, and eight seconds is the story of how he was the world champion, and then he got, uh, gets killed at one point. But eight seconds is how long you have to ride a bull, Phil, to uh, be in first place, basically, or to qualify for the championship. And then the, as many seconds after, or point seconds after, that eight seconds of riding that bull, that's what you get. But apparently... Not the most inspirational movie in some people's eyes. Anyway, good country music soundtrack is why I remember that movie so well. Rocky Five is number 25. Let's start there. Uh, But before we do, um, I want to uh, tell Phil uh, that uh, he's the best. Phil doesn't get enough credit right here, Grant. And um, he has earned my respect. My undying respect. You're the best. Uh, he is the best. I want people to really give Phil a lot of love. Uh, if you're, if you, if you watch, if you like Sif Pop, if you like anything that Studio DNA Network does, it all goes through Phil, uh, and he is the man. And I always want to give you credit, Phil. I don't want you to ever feel left out or no, that you don't get any love because you're the man. I do anything for you, man. Thanks, man. We love you, Phil. Your car Likewise, breaks down. I do anything for your you. Your car too. breaks down in the middle of the night. I'll change your tire. All right, so there you go. Grant, Rocky Five. Have you ever seen it? Yes. Let me talk about Rocky Five. We were supposed to do Rocky Five on this podcast, and I'm going to invoke a name right now who stood me up Uh-oh. for this episode. Stood me up. Uh, we had him on there before, a guy named Conrad Thompson. He came on and did No Holds Barred, had a great episode. It was awesome. But then he stood me up twice when we were supposed to do Rocky Five, And we were fine now, and we you know, texted back and forth, and everything was fine. But as you know, he's not been on since. But we were supposed to do Rocky Five. I I'd watched it and took great notes, and I was so excited. But anyway, he's a busy dude. He's got bigger fish to fry. He's got a literal show that's on the WWE Network. Uh, he's Ric Flair's son-in-law, so he's, he's a got, little busier than the. Whole, a he's a little busier, and him. he runs a whole pay-per-view thing. But just gonna say it, uh, maybe I'm not over it. But Rocky Five. So you've seen it? Yes. Tommy Morrison is in it, and allegedly Tommy Morrison's mom lives 
in a town just down the highway that has a uh, mascot. The, the, the mascot of the, of the high school there is a, a hound dog. So just going to say that. Hound dogs. And anyway, allegedly she lives there. Pretty crazy, huh? Huh. Um, very good. Uh, what about uh, Sylvester Stallone? Is he inspiring? I would say as the character Rocky. Okay, yes. but he's in Rocky. He's in Rocky Five here. Well, I feel like as like the first one, you can't beat the first one. But no, then, you cannot. But then as they go, it kind of just keeps going downhill. That's true. But like in the first one, no doubt inspirational. Yeah, which I guarantee that's on the most inspirational. I'm gonna one. send this one. I want it to go up or down on this list. Up makes it go up toward the top of the chart, right? Yeah. I'm going to go up like it should be higher on this list. Now, we found that one time, and during Valentine's Day, when we voted on these, we had enough votes at one time we can change that it. we ended up changing it. So, well, there you go. Which apparently 54% of agree. these people agree with us. Have you seen Like Mike? Because it's number 24. Yes, Little I Bow have. Wow. Uh, tell us, tell the audience about Like Mike. And what, what, what's it like, what's Like Mike even mean, Grant? Well, the, by the way, folks, this is the top twenty-five least inspirational sports movies of all time. The NFL is getting ready to kick off, pun intended. College football is getting ready to kick off, pun intended. High school football is kicking off, pun intended. And we're excited. So I thought we'd have a sports-themed uh, yeah. show. Tell us about like Mike, and uh, what's like Mike even mean? What? Who is Mike? What? What's that reference well, to? Well, the title refers to Michael Jordan, of yes. course. And so many kids want to be like, like Mike. Mike. So we have this kid named Calvin. Mm-hmm. He lives in an orphanage. And these they get donations all the time. And in one pair, um, they get these pair of shoes that say MJ. Mm-hmm. And so it's they're led to believe that they belong to Michael Jordan. And at one point... Um, he gets these shoes stolen by the bully, and they get thrown up on these telephone wires. And at one point, they get, like, struck by lightning or something, <laughs> and Calvin gets these shoes, and he literally gets supernatural powers of so he, he can does. play like Mike. And then he goes and plays for, it's called, I think it's the Los Angeles Knights. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's an NBA team, but not a real NBA team. Yeah. But then at the end, like, all great story sports stories <laughs> the shoes get ruined at the end and he doesn't have those powers anymore but he still wins the championship <laughs> yes. okay yeah of course just like in thunderstruck which we had um uh james green on he's another one we've not had really back on he's been on on the he was on the Derek webb episode where we interviewed and talked to Derek webb and then he was on Thunderstruck, and I don't know that he's been on back back on. Maybe Matt uh, was the uh, lead singer from uh, Spoken. I'm, I'm stroking Matt Baird. Maybe the, on that episode too. But anyway, sorry, James. James needs to be back on sometime. He Dude, deserves that, it. Like Mike sounds legit. Like, uh, but yeah, perfect like, for this podcast. Yeah, like Mike is right uh, <laughs> yeah. with, with this. It'd probably be a good one. We're good to thirteen. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so very good. Like Mike, do you think it's? Appropriate for it to be there at number twenty-four. I mean, it's horrible. So <laughs> I feel like it could be higher. higher. I, don't, I don't want to screw this list up though. Number twenty-three. Oh my gosh! Quack, so quack, quack, quack. My quack. wife and I, when we started dating, um, she we talked about movies we really liked, and 
she really likes D2. Oh, yeah. D2, for whatever reason, is kind of... it. The Mighty Ducks really hit their stride in D2. D3, not good. <laughs> but somehow, that doesn't normally happen. Normally, first movie, good. Second movie, worse. Third movie, okay, we got to stop this franchise. This wasn't that way. This was like going hot at the second one to the point where they're like, yeah, D3 for sure. Uh, not as good. What do you think about D3, Grant? Well, I want to throw out there, first off, it's my favorite trilogy of all time. Wow. The Mighty Ducks. Oh. Love it. Own all three. Yeah. Um, D1, D2 is definitely my favorite. Um, D3, uh, it's okay. It's probably my least favorite of the three. But, I mean, it's got its moments. They have this part where they're trying to pick on the varsity hockey players, so they release this ant farm on them. So it's got the Jeez. nice slapstick comedy. Okay, one second. We're going to come back to D3. When we come back from this break, be right back. And we're back! Welcome back to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, we are talking about horrible movies today. Sometimes we do these lists and we talk about good movies. No, no, no. Today we're talking about horrible movies. We're talking about the least inspirational sports movies of all time uh, based on a list generated by Ranker.com. That's right, Ranker.com. You want it ranked? We got it. That's their... Uh, that's their call sign. But today poor, we have Grant, Grant Young's mom. Yeah, poor Grant. We interrupted him in the middle of his flow there. We were talking about D3. Uh, that's Mighty Ducks 3. Uh, that's his number 23 on this list. Uh, Ant, Ant, the varsity gets ants in their pants. Pretty uh, much. They try to score, uh, and they lose. They lose like the Russian national team on this movie. I can't remember this movie. No, this is high school. They're in high school, and they lose mm-hmm. the state championship, or they win it. Well... Basically, the Mighty Ducks are the JV or the freshman team, or JV, yeah, JV team, and then there's the varsity team. So basically, how it's building up is at the end they have a varsity versus JV scrimmage or game at the end, and basically the whole year, um, the varsity team's basically telling the Mighty Ducks they don't belong, and then it builds up to that final match and right in the mush. And then, of course, yes, the Mighty Ducks win. Well, ironically, on this list, do you think it's up or down from here? Um, I would say. Is it is it is it worse than uh, like Mike? No. So it shouldn't be above like Mike. No, it's so let's go have down. it go down the list. Um, next on the list, amazingly, another hockey movie. Have you guys ever seen Slapshot? I mean, I've heard of it. So back in the day. 20 years ago, 20, what am I saying? Golly, this is even longer than that. I think I was in high school. I was over hanging out with, uh, an ex, let's say, an ex-girlfriend, right? We were at hanging out at her parents' house, okay? And they had on VHS, Slapshot, the original Slapshot. We watched Slapshot on VHS. And Slapshot's got uh, Paul Newman in it. It's legit. It's got the Hanson brothers, these, two, these three, three bro- uh, triplets that have these real thick Coke bottle glasses, and they're like the enforcers on a hockey team, and they just beat the crap out of people. There's a reason to have Slapshot 2. There really was. Uh, but when you have uh, Stephen Baldwin and Gary Busey in oh, it, and in Slapshot Chelios. 2, yeah, and, and yeah, a Actual professional hockey, hockey player, <laughs> but Slapshot 2 was made in 2002, which it's like Slapshot, the original, was made in like the 70s. Like, so... I mean, it really 
They waited a long time for a sequel. Uh, not good. Uh, I, I I can honestly say I've never seen Sl- Slapshot 2 Breaking the Ice, but I'm going to assume that it needs to go up the list. <laughs> Which, uh, doesn't Missouri State, I'm pretty sure they're ice bears, oh. have a Slapshot night where yeah, they, they wear yeah, Slapshot and, 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 jerseys. Yes, and they dress up as Slapshot. Uh, if you've not huh. ever been to uh, hockey, folks, pro hockey or college hockey, you need to go. It it's, is amazing. It, and I'm, I, guys, I'm a coach. I've been around sports my entire life. I played all, all sports you can imagine. I've never played hockey, but my, hockey is legitimately my favorite sport to watch live it it's, is brutal it, well and it's non-stop action like that, that's what i love about it, so, it someone's always getting checked or something so like your adrenaline is just running yeah and you just and, want to bang on the glass and yes. i don't know how other towns are but in our town you can get tickets for cheap like yes. i'm talking single digit yes. tickets so um now what is really cool about uh hockey is uh just it's a different culture like, football culture is football culture, and we get that. But hockey culture is this northern culture, northern the northern part of America mm-hmm. culture, basically mm-hmm. from coast to coast. I mean, from, you know, Oregon, probably northern California, but then up, you know, all the way across Nebraska, uh, the northern part of the U.S., uh, and obviously into the, onto the east coast, and then up into Canada, because Canada is hockey yeah. country. Uh, and other countries have big time hockey, but the southern part of the U.S. really their only hockey that they're they have around is really NHL. Probably some bigger schools maybe have some hockey down there. Colleges have it too, but yeah. um, and just, I feel it's like, a different culture, especially in like Missouri with the Blues just winning the Stanley Cup. I feel like that's kind of boosted the popularity of hockey, at least in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not a, a hockey uh, one. This is the fan. Uh, it says number twenty-one. It's got Jack Black as a, a post-starring role. He's not. He's a co-star. You know, he's in a lower role. Um, it's Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Uh, Wesley Snipes is a uh, professional football player. I know I've seen this movie, and uh, Robert De Niro is uh, is after him basically. Uh, rewind. He is a baseball player. I'm 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 sorry, and he uh, basically is on him. Uh, and Robert De Niro is an antagonist. In the movie, uh, and uh, kind of a threatening. It's kind of like, um, what's the Kathy Bates movie where she ties up Misery? It's kind of like a little lesser version of Misery, uh, where Robert De Niro is a stalker weirdo, though. Hmm. He doesn't tie him up in his house. So, uh, but this is a sports movie. Sports movie about baseball. Yeah, okay. and uh, that, but that is a sports movie, and very uninspirational. I mean, <laughs> he's basically trying to kill him. It's like a, a thriller. <laughs> so it being on this list is kind of weird to me. Uh, so I'm actually going to say it needs to go down on this list because it's stupid. Um, number 20 is Johnny B. Good, starring Robert Downey Jr. and Uma Thurman. Hmm. It's a comedy with a heart of gold. Um, and Johnny B. Good is about Anthony Michael Hall, who is a uh, quarterback Robert Downey Jr. is in high school as well. It came out in 1988. Uh, what a weird uh, movie. Uh, box office of $17 million. Uh, Johnny Walker is the main character. He's a high school football prospect. Uh, his best friend is Leo Wiggins, who is played by Uma. Tony... Who, no, Tony, Leo Wiggins is played by uh, uh, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> okay. And... Um, <laughs> And the hilarity ensues, but it's pretty stupid. Anyway, 
The soundtrack um, has Judas Priest and Ted Nugent on it. Does it have Johnny B. Good on it? Has it has Chuck Berry on it as well. Uh, there you go. I've never seen it, and nope. we're going to say it goes down the list just because I've never seen it. What, but, what's the sport in that one? Did you football. Say? It's high school football. Okay. It's basically just the hijinks of stupidity, basically. Hmm. Okay. And um, what's next here? We've got Matilda. Matilda. Okay, Matilda is a legitimate uh, boxing kangaroo. This movie came out in 1978. What? It stars uh, Elliot Gould, Robert Mitchum. Uh, it has, uh, it has. Uh, well, let me look at this cast. And here. It's not the girl that's based on the book. It's the kangaroo. Yeah, this is not Matilda like that. <laughs> it has Roy Clark in it, who's one of my favorite people. Rest in peace. Uh, he's from Hee Haw. If you've ever seen that, uh, he had he tried his hand at acting a little bit at times. Uh, anyway, there he is. Uh, Matilda, he's a boxing kangaroo, and uh, he'll come to your town and fight you. It's based on a book, uh, loosely based on a book by Paul uh, Jalico. Matilda. Matilda, mate. Hi, mate. Matilda's a kangaroo. It's pretty horrible impressions. I'm going to have it go down the list. I have seen the next movie. It's called Gus, and Gus is a field goal kicking donkey. What? Uh, it stars the one, the only, Don Knotts. <laughs> uh, Which it's got to be good. Yeah. It's a comedy. It's a Walt Disney film. Uh, it came out in 1976, July 7th, 1976. $21 million at the box office. Um this donkey from Yugoslavia that kicks soccer balls is brought to America to play for a professional football team, uh, coached by Ed Asner. Uh, and, uh, man, Dick Van Patten's in this. Harold Her- Her- Gould is in it. Um, what a what a movie. What a treat. Tim Conway makes an appearance. Raise your hand if you know who Tim Conway is. No. You guys are unbelievable. Dwarf on golf. Dwarf on golf. Anybody? No? Carol Burnett Show? My gosh. This is a struggle around here, folks. Seriously. Gus, the field goal kicking donkey. Watch this. Kick it! <laughs> it's up! It's up! It's up. And it's... Oh, oh. It's good! good. <laughs> Yay! There we go. This goes right up there with the Airbud uh, movies. Or any, there's Ed Asner. It, there's there's Don Knotts. Yeah. Uh, we just had a donkey win the game for us. Yeah. Won, right? Adams ride mule mule the victory. <laughs> uh, Gus is going to go up the list too because it is pretty stupid, but it's a Disney film which makes me laugh. So there we go. It's right up there with any movie where an animal plays like a human sport. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Gus is ranked number fifty-one of fifty-three on the best football movies ever. There you go, Ranker.com, folks. Uh, it, they are they've got they've got what you need, Ranker. Vote on everything. Um, very good. Uh, so check this out. The Scout is next. Brendan Frazier is a uh, football prospect. Uh, no, baseball, rewind. baseball prospect that Albert Brooks is trying to recruit. Uh, really stupid movie. J.K. Simmons, who plays J. Jonah Jameson, is oh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's pretty stupid. I'm going to have it go up the list. Next on the list, that was number 17. Again, we're talking about the top 25 uh, movies based on Ranker.com's list of least inspiring sports movies of all time. Uh, this one on the list is a movie we've done on the show. Ready, yep. to, Ready to Rumble. rumble. Jake Wilburn came on, and he talked about being at the filming of this movie. 
He was in the he was in the audience of the arena. Uh, it's a WCW film that has all WCW wrestlers in it. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is in it. Goldberg is in it. Uh, a list of so many others are also in it. Hogan is not in it because I think he was on sabbatical from the company at that point. Eric Bischoff makes an appearance, uh, um, and uh, a lot of a lot of folks, like I said, from WCW, a lot of luchadors. I don't know if Rey Mysterio was still with the company when they did this movie. I can't remember, but Rey Mysterio Jr. probably would have been close to being in it. Uh, I'm going to have this one go up the list because I think it's the stupidest, one of the stupidest things you've ever seen. It's like <laughs> if you watched that and you thought that was anything about wrestling, yeah, it's really, really bad. Oliver Platt's the main character who's not really athletic at all, but somehow he's, you're supposed to believe him as a pro wrestler. I, I think any movie that attempts to be Richard or a, a David Arquette of is in the it? sports, the you know the sports, the sport that it is trying to depict doesn't depict it very well. Has already lost my mm. interest. Like. It's, that's really stupid. Some people will talk about Any Given Sunday. You ever seen Any Given Sunday? Yeah. And they'll talk about how, oh, it's a great football movie. And it's so like, authentic. It's pretty stupid. And I, <laughs> I've heard like Joe Montana and Peyton Manning, all those guys be like, they think it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. Because Robert De Niro is, yeah, isn't that right? It's not Al Pacino. No, it's Al Pacino. Al Pacino mm-hmm. is the coach. Mom. Al Pacino is the coach. And he makes this speech at the end. They're like, oh, it's so inspirational, the speech. You, you spent the whole movie trashing on the NFL and it being about drug use and steroids. And, and they don't want to say the NFL. Because the NFL, when they saw that, they knew that they, they weren't going to give the okay for mm-hmm. any given Sunday to be use their stuff. But it's like, then at the end, you're like supposed to be inspired by it. I mean, it's like, it's just dumb, like you're mm. talking about. Uh, if you don't really depict the sport you're, you're uh, trying to depict very well, it's hard. It, it doesn't make it believable. We did Ready to Rumble on episode 115, if you want to Crazy. listen to that. Back in the archives. It's a great episode. Um, the main event is number 15. This is Barbara Streisand, Ryan O'Neal, and uh, I believe I've never seen this movie, but let's take a look at this movie, what we've got going on with the main event. Some people, maybe you uh, have seen this movie. Uh, feel free in the uh, live chat to tell us about that. Looks like it's a boxing movie. And uh, Barbara Streisand in a movie. I mean, you can't beat Barbara Streisand, right? I mean, she's a, a fi- is she training him? Is she a trainer? $8 million budget, $42 million box office. Uh, her accountant embezzles money from her. Uh, she has to... Uh, she Oh, she has a management contract with an inactive boxer. She's trying to recoup her money because her manager embezzled money from her. Uh, and so she ends up... Uh, she ends up making him, Ryan O'Neal, go back into the ring, and the hilarity uh, gets him. Uh, the hilarity ensues, uh, and then also, guess what else ensues? Phil, a romance between Ryan O'Neal <laughs> and Yentl. Sorry. Um, there you go. So there you go. Main event. Never seen you. You're going down the list, girlfriend. Um, next up, Ladybugs. Seen this one? Jonathan Brandis. Tommy Lasorda is also in it for some reason, uh, and uh, it's Rodney. very and Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, I get no respect. I was so excited to see this movie when I was a kid because Pretty. Rodney because Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield's gold is why. Yeah, nineteen ninety two. Like, I was the perfect age to really be excited about like a made for kids. Like a Dis- is, is this Disney? 
It feels like Disney, um, like that kind of um, I can't believe audience. That, I can't believe Disney would hire Rodney Dangerfield, but Stranger Things have happened, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I don't remember this movie being like you know uh, offensive. It's a Paramount. It's a Paramount picture. Yeah. Um, Jack A is in it, and what, anytime what in the rated? '90s you had Jack A in it. What's that? What was it rated? Uh, rated uh, PG. Yeah, he's rated it, PG. It was for kids. Well, and here's the thing about Rodney Dangerfield, folks. If you've ever heard his stand up. He works blue. If you've ever heard anyone use that description for a comedian, working blue means you will say just about anything. Uh, here's something that also, that also worked blue. The budget was $20 million, and the box office was $14 million. So it didn't even and come... Rodney probably got a lot of that. Yeah, no respect. No respect. Which he kind of ties in with the next movie on the list. Oh, okay. what, what's the sport in Ladybugs? Like, I was, it's kids uh, soccer. Okay, I was. It's I, kids soccer. I remember being very excited to see it, but I didn't remember if I liked it or not. Oh, Jackie! Oh, <laughs> yeah, it looks really dumb. Watching this clip so good. I don't know why I was so excited to see a Rodney Dangerfield movie, but maybe it was just soccer because I was playing soccer back then. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's generally pretty funny. We'll watch this movie, Miller. That all right? <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it, dude. Uh, I'm sure it will. There'll be some things in it, Miller. Like I can't believe they just said that on it's this movie. PG-13. <laughs> yeah, it will be, but I'm sure back then, PG-13 back then and PG-13 now are very different. Um, it's gonna go up the list because we need to do this on the podcast sooner than later. Um, Caddyshack Two. Oh. A very um, uh, everyone thinks this way about this movie, and here's why: Caddyshack One is very. Endearing. Everyone loves Caddyshack 1. Caddyshack 2, on the other hand, does not get the same love. It still has Chevy Chase in it. It still has Dan Aykroyd in it. But it doesn't have Rodney Dangerfield. You know what? Definitely doesn't have Rodney Dangerfield in it. Who was in the first one who kind of made things uh, kind of go. It has Jackie Mason in it instead, by the way, which I don't know if you know Jackie Mason, <laughs> but he can be considered... He's, he's, he's not quite the same slapstick as... Rodney Dangerfield uh, is. That's for sure. For sure. So, um, Dan Aykroyd, uh, no uh, Bill Murray in this one either. And that was a big one. Randy mm. Quaid, Randy Quaid came on board and took the place of, uh, and this isn't, this is Rod- Randy Quaid, this is Cousin Eddie, basically, takes the place. So. We're going to kill all the goofers. <laughs> That's gophers. Um, and so, anyway, Caddyshack 2 needs to go up the list oh, on yeah. Ranker.com's top, actually, was it top 50-something? Uh, but we're just going to the top 20. We've just talked about the top 25. Uh, least inspiring sports movies of all Do you think time. anyone would say that Caddyshack 2 was attempting to be inspirational? Well, I, I, apparently this person that created this list doesn't think so. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a movie that made me hate the franchise. Uh, and also, it involves kid actors. So you know how I think about Get actors being forced into movies. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bad news, Bears. Go to Japan. What a bad, what a bad this idea. This is the third installment, uh, and it stars Tony Curtis as Buttermaker, uh, and uh, obviously not Walter Matthau, and ready for this one, who is the the main billing character of the kids, is Jackie Earl Haley, who's the main, uh, who, right, the motorcycle riding kid who smokes cigarettes, and remember him from the first couple movies? He is Rorschach on the uh, Watchmen movie. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, Watchmen. So excited about that series coming up. Um, and then we will stop there. And we'll, well, let's do one more. Eddie is a movie um, that is... Our president's in that Our movie. president, Donald Trump, is in it. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is also in it. 
Dennis Rodman. And Franklin Gala. And, um, yeah, Eddie is, Whoopi Goldberg is a female coach, uh, ba- female basketball coach of men of a men's basketball team. Oh, uh, Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg and Trump in the same movie. I don't think Whoopi would be in a movie with no. Trump today. I, I'm just I'm not I'm just saying or if, you, if you watch the view, which few do, uh, you would hear that. So anyway, when we come back from break, <laughs> we're gonna talk more about the top ten. Now we're gonna do the top ten. Be right back. We are back in action. That's right, the horror movie podcast. We are here today with Grant Youngsma and uh, producer Phil, and we're talking my name is Jack, by the way. We're talking about the least inspirational sports movies of all time. Uh, and we have covered all the way down to the top ten. And uh, this is a ranking based on Ranker.com, uh, which is a website where you can vote on these different polls on there. And we've done this before in a couple of episodes. And uh, this is uh, good stuff. So you can go over to Ranker.com or just do a Google search of the least inspirational sports movies of all time once you get off the road or wherever you're at. And you can get to your phone. Don't uh, text and drive. Don't look at your internet on your phone and drive. Don't I mean, listen to this podcast and drive, but you got to plug it in. Don't just you know assume. Uh, we have a video uh, video feed uh, through YouTube. Go over our YouTube channel, subscribe to that, and uh, awesome sauce, awesome blossom, awesome sauce. Um, number ten on our list. Uh, first things first. What movie have we seen the or what sport have we seen the most of so far? We've had three hockey movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've had three There's hockey been a movies. Lot of baseball. There has been quite a bit of baseball, a little bit of basketball. Um, Rocky Five and the main event were the boxing movies. There's been wrestling. There has been one wrestling, one movie. golf, a single golf movie. And we're about to talk a baseball movie. Mr. 3000. That's right. Mr. 3000 is Bernie Mac. Angela Bassett, uh, Jay Leno makes an appearance in this as well, and uh, Bernie Mac is uh, seeking his 3,000th hit. Um, it's a big mark. You're probably guaranteed the Hall of Fame if you get to 3,000 hits, wouldn't you say? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, he makes a comeback at age 47 to try uh, to try to get to that record. Because he's... I've seen. Have you seen this movie? Because he's in his prime, and he comes up with three thousand hits, supposedly, and he just retires flat out after he does it because he's kind of a jerk. He wants to make millions and open his own restaurant, but then they find out he's three hits short, actually, oh. of three thousand. Oh yeah. So he's got to come out of retirement to do it. Um, hilarity ensues. So he can maybe be at the hilarity ensues. So he can maybe make a comeback at 47. Bernie Mac. And I want to say he doesn't even get 3,000 hits in the end. I think he goes to 2,999. Well, Bernie Mac uh, didn't make the budget back on his film either. So there he is. Mr. 2,997. (laughs) Um, Very good. Uh, Very good. I'm going to have this one go down the list because I actually, when I watch this, Carmen lectures in this too, by the way. I think Bernie Mac is legitimately funny, and I haven't seen him in anything in forever. He just kind of disappeared, didn't he? not alive anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he passed away. When did did that happen? Like a a long time ago? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He died pretty young. He was in the uh, Oceans movies, and then after that, he died. He had the Bernie Mac show, and then he passed away. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Sad, Phil. It's sad. 
I'm not saying I understand. I, I get her. I, I get you. I miss him. Like he he was he was awesome. Yeah, I thought he was a great. He was funny. Especially in those Ocean's movies. I've said this before. Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, one of my favorite movies. Ocean's Twelve, not as much. But Ocean's Eleven. You can't beat the cast in the first one. Oh, it's so phenomenal. Good. So good. Bye-bye. All right, here comes the Tigers. I have never seen this movie. It's a 1979 movie. Um, it is about, it looks like a little baseball team. Uh, and they are, uh, I think they're going to the Little League World Series. Uh, but we have here come the Tigers. It seems like uh, they would also, they're very tied to, isn't this the same thing as... Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. It's a low-budget movie, $250,000. Oh, geez. Um, so weird. I, I mean, I, I guess this more qualifies for just crappy movie. And that's why it's not... <laughs> I, I'm going to actually have it go up the list. Here's some, some footage from it. It looks like it was shot with someone's home video camera. Look at this. Look at this junk. <laughs> that's this is why you've never seen this movie. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, granted, it was 1979, but it still looks like. Why is the catcher standing up? It still looks like someone's home video camera. Could they not get the kid to? Oh, could they not get the kid to squat? <laughs> no home run. Go Tigers! All right. Well, there you go. Uh, now you have all seen. You both have seen Angels in the Outfield, right? Yep. We've had we've had this on the show. Yeah. Uh, with with good reason. With actually great reason, because it is uh, quite possibly uh, one of the worst things you can imagine. Um, but, but actually, no, what was that? That that was one. Were you, did you do that show? Were you on here for that? Uh, Scott Bryant. Scott Bryant was on here for that. Yeah, the episode 156. And we, by the end, I felt sad because they did a good job of storytelling on the movie. Like, it was one of those that kind of... Angels in the outfield kind of wins you over. There's some corny stuff. Are we talking about the baseball one? Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm giving okay. a segue. So it would then make sense that Disney would then make another one. Cash grab. But why did you do it? Now we've done it for football. That's right. Yikes. It's Angels in the end zone. And It's got to be a different kid, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but Christopher Lloyd is also in it. Mm-hmm. Matthew Lawrence. Joey Lawrence, whoa, whoa! Joey Lawrence from Blossom, his little brother Matthew Lawrence. Boy meets world. Uh, David Gallagher, Paul Dooley. Um, it released in 1997. This is on VHS. I think this may have been a straight to VHS release. It, it really was. could have been. It really was. Um, and uh, man, what the heck? Why, dude? Okay, yes. Watch some of this trailer. I know this is an audio podcast, but. Um, Basically, you have like really bad CGI angels that are like running balls down the field and like performing tackles and stuff like that. This is a really bad idea for a movie. Oh my gosh! And like flying the the players into the air so they can catch a ball that's way too high. Matthew is- Lawrence. <laughs> and they literally. Oh, this is coming to. Like- oh, this is ABC. I I think it might have just been straight to TV, like. And you can buy it on VHS. Okay, well, I think this actually deserves to go down the list, back toward, away from the top ten. Because I don't know if it really even qualifies for anything other than track. I mean, just, just, just like 
just peel like trash. I doubt there's anything inspirational in that movie. Have you guys seen Racing Stripes? It's number seven on this list of most or of least inspirational um, sports movies of all time. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Snoop Dogg. Hayden Pentieri. Don't they fit together in a movie? Oh, yeah. That's right. They do in Racing Stripes. When we get a zebra to be a racehorse. That's right. He's so fast, and he's got black and white stripes. Racing Stripes. Have you guys seen it? No. Seen it? Watch it. It's horrible. Uh, and it is going to go up the list. But number six on the list, that was number seven. Now number six on the list is a movie franchise that is very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Ernest P. Whirl <laughs> has made some epic movies. Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest Scared Stupid, which actually really is kind of a weird, scary movie. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest Goes to Jail. Guess what else Ernest does? Slam dunk Ernest. <laughs> That's right. I'm Ernest Jim Barney. And here we got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem, how's it going? Because obviously Ernest can play basketball. In too. 1995, uh, he had to make... Uh, this was his eighth full-length movie that Ernest made. He made a lot of movies. Jim Barney. Eighth movie as Ernest. Yeah. Oh, well, I slam. Dunk. Mm, Ain't that right, Vern? Air brakes. You know what I mean, Vern? Hey, Vern. Air brakes. Ernest is going way up the list. It should be number one on this list. Um, another franchise that I love, uh, the first two. The second one gets ripped on because Wesley Snipes left the franchise and they replaced him with Omar Epps, is Major League. Now, Major League 3, though, is this movie, and this is Major League Major League Back to the Minors, starring Scott Bakula. Isn't that right? Oh, interesting. Isn't, he and Scott, isn't Scott Bakula in this one? I believe this is the Scott Bakula version. Uh, you guys know who Scott Bakula is? Heck yeah, dude. Okay. I, I know he's he's known for way more famous stuff, but you and I have talked a lot, of, even on the show, about Star Trek Enterprise. Which and I- then uh, Quantum Leap. Corbin Burnson also is in this from, uh, what is he, Hill Street Blues? L.A. Law. He was in L.A. Law. That was he was in one. Chuck. Uh, Ted McGinley is in this movie as well, as well as Bob Euchre. Ted McGinley, here's the thing about Ted McGinley. There's a website uh, that I like to call uh, jumptheshark.com that's no longer with us as a website. But it's one of my favorite horrible movie uh, places to go. Uh because Jump the Shark actually, well, rewind, it had TV shows, it featured TV shows, and it talked about the moment they jumped the shark. Well, Ted McGinley, who's in Major League Three, back to the minors, is considered the patron saint of jumptheshark.com because if he shows up on your show, your show is ending. <laughs> and there's like seven references of him showing up on a show, and then one to two seasons later, it goes away. The only time it bucks the trend is Married with Children. Anyway, minor league back to the minors was number five. I think it needs to go up this list as well. Not funny, I'm assuming. Uh, just it's the same trope over and over again. Yeah, the same junk. But now they're in the minor leagues because you've been reassigned to the minors. Look at this crap. Uh, the, the footage just looks really stupid. There's yeah, a, stupid. a guy like a ballerina dancing his way well, to yeah, the home plate. Is, yeah, all these people have some sh- so stupid. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. If you're looking for inspiration, this is not the movie to go. It's time to end. Uh, a movie we've done on the show before 
uh, is Air Bud uh, Wide re- the Golden Golden retri- Receiver, Air Bud Golden Receiver, Golden Retriever. No, golden he's a golden receiver, receiver because he's catching the footballs with his mouth. He's a wide receiver. He's a dog. So. It's golden receiver. Yeah. Oh, uh, Airbud golden receiver, and uh, you cannot have Airbud golden receiver without the original, the O, G, the Airbud franchise. Airbud. Was, was did he only play that basketball basketball for a while, or did he play multiple sports? He was Airbud. Uh, he's Buddy in real life. Uh, and he, and he uh, can to work play circus. ball. He's a circus animal with a heart of gold. But in this movie, he's a baller, shot caller, 20-inch blaze. On the Impala. Okay, that's it. Okay, so Golden Receiver was the second movie. Yes, so, yes. Okay. so he um, has indeed uh, come to play, and he saves the season. Uh, he saves it. They had a uh, budget on this of $3 million. A box office of $27 million, and that's what gave them the green light to make more of these wretched, putrid, stupid, animal hijinks movies. My gosh. Dog causes havoc at a party and jumps around, and Josh, the main character, takes him to basketball practice. Coach Barker, Larry's pun intended, uh, uh, and he uh, basically, Air Bud saves the day. And wins the uh, state championship for him. Now, there's no eligibility worries in this school, apparently, of this animal playing these sports. Uh, number three on the list. Everybody needs to go up that list, by the way. Uh, air, uh, number three on this list is a movie that uh, my friend Phil Lewis, who's been on the show uh, before, uh, brings up. And it is Ed. Ed stars Matt LeBlanc. That's right, Joey from Friends. This might be his most intelligent role he's ever played. <laughs> uh, Matt LeBlanc, maybe this probably is number one as far as intelligent stuff. Uh, the monkey is there. It gives him luck to be a professional pitcher, it looks like, from this footage. Uh, he kisses the girl in the end. I think that's Matthew Perry on the couch there. And... Um, how many movies have we done in, on this episode that feature animals? Like, I feel like a third of them have animals yes. as a main character. I can guarantee you guys, uh, if you put an animal in it, small children are good uh, for these kinds of things, too. Uh, and Ed is a phenomenal third baseman. Look at this. Look at this. What a play. Wow, what a play. <laughs> so Ed is on the field, apparently? Yes, he's a player. Uh, he is a chimpanzee with a heart of gold. And he and Ed are uh, Ed, everybody. You know what's crazy about this movie, uh, Grant? Who's the crazy, unbelievable person that's in this movie? Uh, Jim Caviezel. Oh yeah, Jim Caviezel. Can you we believe that Jesus that. from the Passion of the Christ? Yikes! Is in Ed. How's that possible? <laughs> All right, so there you go. Uh, Ed needs to go way up the list. Anytime you get a monkey in there, uh, number two on the list is a movie I've seen once. Uh, Rollerball, which is a remake, a remake from the 1975 science fiction. The only I've not seen the original, uh, but in in Rollerball, uh, actually at the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, uh, there's a poster for Rollerball from the 1975 version of Roller. This Paul Heyman um, on the uh, on the wall. Can you believe that? Huh? There's a Rollerball, the original one, a poster of it on the wall at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, this is uh, not very good. Chris Klein. Remember, you guys remember Chris, Chris Klein? Yeah. Remember Chris Klein from, from American Pie? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I think I thought whenever I first saw Chris Klein that he would be 
one of the biggest stars of all time. And he really hasn't panned out that way. Is, is that LL Cool J? Yes. I, I guess this counts as a sports movie. It's, it's, well, not, it's, a it's, made up sport. it's not a real sport. Well, but, it's a made-up sport. Yeah. Look at these guys. Rollerball. And Pink is in this movie, too. Yeah, she sure is. Which, why wouldn't she be yes. in this type of movie? Ridiculous. So this is a, like a post-apocalyptic uh, sci-fi yeah, type movie? Yeah, it's just a future or? sport that they made up. It's okay. like, I don't know, something stupid. It's coming, Phil. And then number one on the list is Lil' Kim, Vivica Fox, Kevin Pollock, Tommy Davidson, who is funny, and they're in a uh, basketball movie called Joanna Man, about a basketball uh, player with a heart of gold uh, who... Um, I guess can't find a man. There you go. Lil' Kim is in it. $15 million budget. Made $13.8 million. And woof. Uh, they uh, definitely... Sometimes they make movies. And they're stupid. Uh, basketball star becoming a female impersonator and joining the women's team. Um, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. is uh, He's Jamal Jeffries, who's a basketball star... Who become? He basically dresses up like a woman to join the women's basketball team. Hmm. The hilarity ensues, folks. Okay. As he tries to impersonate uh, a woman. Uh, how about Steve Odekirk, uh, who did? By the way, you know what Steve Odekirk did? He's one of the producers of this. Steve Odekirk uh, did uh, the foot. Uh, is it the foot fist way? The one with the so cute. Bye bye. Oh, Enter the Fist? Enter the Fist. So, yeah, he's also a producer on this. this that makes like, sense. That actually makes more sense. This sounds like a perfect movie for the podcast. Yes, this would be a good one. Anytime they dress up, along with uh, White Chicks, or we could do any of the other ones, <laughs> yeah. we, or Meet the Clumps, or whatever horrible I, things you could do. I do want to interject one thing before we end. Uh, have you guys seen Alita Battle Angel? That no, came out really it's good. It is really good. Uh, there's a sport in there that's very similar to rollerball, but it's called motorball. <laughs> and so, well, like the for the first thirty seconds that we're talking about rollerball, I was like, I feel like I just saw that in a movie, but no. it's motorball in that movie. Motorball. Yeah. Well, very good, Grant. Thanks for coming on. Have, what have you been into lately? Have you been looking into anything? Are you excited about football season? Pro football. You got uh, Cubs baseball. You're a big Cubs fan. Yep. Um, got about a month left of baseball, and then hopefully they play in October. Um, then big Michigan fan. Um, Buccaneers should be all right. All right. And then coaching junior high football. So do it. Well, you, that's awesome, dude. Thanks, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.